Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman & Associates. Now here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. I'm so excited that you're able to join me this week. Alrighty, so my motivational quote today is by Brendan Bouchard, and it says, I learned this. When trying to get my high-performance coaching clients to stay on track, the longer their list of to-dos and goals, the more overwhelmed and off-track they got. Clarity comes with simplicity. If Brendan's quote is true, why do many of us have this laundry list of items on our daily to-do list that seems to even grow or multiply overnight, or worse yet, a list of a list? Do you feel overwhelmed by the amount of tasks you actually need to get done or accomplish in a day? And why do some people like Branson, Oprah, and other successful high performers just seem to have it all together? Do they have a secret that's only available to those precious few? Or do they follow a formula that helps them stay focused and helps them manage the array of needed items on their to-do list every day? Well, would you like that formula? Sign me up. Today, my guest, she's actually a return guest, is uh, my good friend Cheryl Ellis, and Cheryl is an awesome business leader. She's the CEO of Ellis Business Enterprise and is the author of Becoming Deliberate, Changing the Game of Leadership from the Inside Out. Cheryl is going to help us understand that we can all create success and the extraordinary lives that we desire. Yes, you heard me correctly, we can even accomplish that by starting out today. So settle in as we explore what it takes to create success and limit that feeling of being overwhelmed. So Cheryl, I'm really happy to have you on and thanks for taking the time. Well, Connie, it's always my pleasure to join your show and, and have a conversation with you. It, it's, it's so much fun. We always, time goes by so fast. And you know what, I, I have to say, I'm always amazed at your ability to pick just the right quote for the subject matter of your uh, of your show, and of course, Brendan is uh, one of my favorite mentors and coaches, so that was mm -hmm. especially appropriate today. I appreciated it. Yes, and it was funny because I was looking for the cook as soon as I saw. Well, first of all, his was dead on, right, with the topic of, you know, what do we choose to do to in order to stay as high performers. And then when I saw his quote, and I know that he's a mentor and friend of yours, I said, "Yep, that's the one." So, and I follow Brendan as well. I think he's amazing. Uh, for anybody, you really should check out Brendan Bouchard. He's he's wonderful. Now, I, I have I just want to um, talk to you about now. Your unique approach to coaching is different than, and recently I had a conversation with a colleague and life coaches and business coaches. There's all these types of, of topic-related coaches, and I really like your approach to coaching, and that's kind of where we're going to focus today, and you're going to share, if people are interested, how to actually get coached by you. But you refer to yourself as a high-performance leadership coach. Can you explain what that means? Sure. Well, first of all, I think that um, there's a, you're right. There are a lot of different kinds of coaches. And, you know, my training as a coach uh, is both, it was both through my long-term career in, uh, in financial services where I was kind of an internal coach as, as a leader. And then I have several different certifications that I've acquired over the years that I've been in business as a coach. And so my 
unique approach, if you will, is, is about blending those different disciplines into and experiences into my, you know, my present approach. And I, and I have, uh, it really focuses on high performance and on leadership. And those two things are not, are sometimes intertwined. They're not always intertwined. I mean, sometimes people are not interested in leadership per se, but they are interested in being at the top of their game in a performance, from a performance standpoint, and so I can help them with that. And there are other people who aren't really seeing themselves as a high performer, but they're really interested in being a better leader. And ultimately, I do bring the two things together because they are pretty well intertwined. So uh, a lot of exciting stuff that I've learned over the years that I really am able to share with my clients and challenge them to be better performers and to be better leaders. So that's kind of what my approach is all about. And, and I, I do want to share that um, you had invited me to join and we did a 10-week, uh, right? It was 10 weeks? Yeah, 10 sessions. Uh, 12 10. sessions, actually. 12, right. So, okay, so 12 weeks, Monday, you know, we 3.30 to 4.30, um, Cheryl coached myself and, and a couple of other uh, high performers. And the thing that I found the most remarkable is because we were all leaders in our, you know, whatever, communities or, or our businesses, um, but also for our own individual growth that you, every topic, every Monday related us to go inside to start to look at what our habits were that were good to continue, what needed to be tweaked, and what needed to be ratified, you know, drastically um, in order for us to create more space in our day, our minds, et cetera, to become better high performers. So it was remarkable how you did blend the two, the individual's high performance, but how you take that in your leadership uh, role to make your team high performers, which ultimately makes you, you know, a rocking rock star. Of, of a leader in whatever your uh, business is. So I, I definitely love the blending, and you do do it in a beautiful way. I do have to uh, agree with that. And it is. It, I also think it's unique compared to other coaches that I've met and I've heard and, and I've had on the show, et cetera. So I just want to share that with everybody. There is a uniqueness to this. Now, for, for my business owners um, and leaders, what's the benefit in having a coach? Well, I think that there are several uh, several benefits, and I, I, I could speak from my own experience, but I can also speak to, let me speak first to what my clients tell me. I think, first of all, what my clients tell me that they get as a benefit is, um, is clarity, and you talked about it at the very beginning, and I think you know, clarity is our friend. Clarity is power, according to Buckminster Fuller, one of my favorite quotes. And I, because I so respect that idea that when you have clarity, everything falls into place. And I see it again and again. So I always start with clarity, whether it's part of a 12-session 12, you know, 12 program or just working with someone that has a challenge and they need some help with it. Let's get real clear on what the problem is. Let's get real clear on what, what you want to see as an outcome. Let's get real clear on the steps to get to that outcome. And let's be clear on how you're going to hold yourself accountable to that throughout the process. So clarity is a, is a, huge, is a huge piece of it. The other thing is accountability. I think that just the idea of touching base with someone on a weekly or every other week basis or even a monthly basis that's going to ask you, you know, how are you doing? Did you accomplish what you set out to do? If, if so, how did it go? If not, why not? And let's uh, dig a little deeper and see what happens. 
And then I think the third thing that people get is I, I think they just love the idea of a sounding board, you know, someone that they can uh, to just talk to about, you know, my challenges, my, my opportunities, my, you know, the things that are holding me back and um, just, you know, I'm having a crappy day and here's what it's all about. And, and just having someone offer um, uh, an ear, maybe a different perspective, maybe a few questions that will help get them back on track. So it's that sounding board. And, and I guess I'll say one other thing, and that is um, a cheerleader. I think we all need a cheerleader, Connie. You know, I, what I found is that sometimes like people, it, when they're reporting to me what, they're, what they've accomplished or you know, what they're working on, they skip right over these incredible accomplishments and achievements that they've had. And I, and I always say, time out, wait, stop right there. Let's celebrate that for a minute. Did you hear what you just said? Like, I remember you telling me X, Y, Z, that one session ago or two sessions ago, and now you're in this new place. And I just want to call it out and say, wow, good for you. That's awesome. Let's just take a minute. And I feel like no one does that, you know, especially business leaders. We're, we're all going a million miles an hour, and we're all focused on what we've yet to do, and we don't stop to see what we've accomplished. And I just, like, I love being that person that says, wait, wait, wait a minute, stop, time out, let's just pause here. So I think those are the main things. And, you know, it's so funny because as you were describing each, I kept reflecting on our time together. And I'm, I was a business owner. The other folks were all business leaders and corporations. And I said this to you before we started the show today, that we had so much in common, and yet we each had so many different objectives. And for me, that that focus of clarity and celebration. I never stopped to celebrate my accomplishments because it's like push forward, push out forward. What do you, where do you want from your business now? It's always to what's, what's coming tomorrow. Um, and you did that with every one of us where we would say something and you're like, well, wait a minute. That's great. Yeah, keep focusing on that for the future. But look at what you've done just in the past four weeks or five weeks. And all of us would giggle and go, oh, yeah, we forgot to pat ourselves on the back. So I love that. Uh, um, idea because me as a business owner, but then as business leaders in their corporation, we all forgot to do that. And the clarity that, um, you know, for me, for a business owner, I have so many balls in the air, but within, and I know everybody can relate to this that works for corporations, there's always chaos. Do this today, do that tomorrow. What about that? And as employees, we sometimes go, oh, what am I supposed to do? So that focus on clarity kept bringing us back to what our core goals were. So uh, for me, both of those things, that clarity, the, definitely the accountability, having to know that I had to face you that next Monday if I didn't do my homework, um, was a beautiful thing, right? Especially because I'm a, a sole business owner. And then the cheerleader having you say, all right, girl, stop, and let's, you know, let's reflect and, and say yay to each other. So uh, every one of the things you said, I just kind of giggled because it, that did occur through the 12 weeks. And I never would have, I never would have stopped to pat myself on the back. I wouldn't have found the clarity, and that accountability was really brilliant for me as well. Now, you know, we're talking about becoming a better leader. So how do you help someone become a better leader the clarity makes sense but now how do you what are some of the tools or some of the things that you expect or um, help them do to become that better leader well first of all Connie I think people have to want to be a better leader and they have mm. to be willing to make a big commitment 
And, and what I mean by that is, you know, it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. And sometimes people are looking for the quick fix. Like, how do I get better right now today? And, yeah, I have a lot of quick hits that I can share with people. You know, if you did these three things, you know, you'd be more effective starting today. But I, but I think really, truly, to be a better leader requires doing what I call the tough but critical inside work of leadership. Because to be a better leader, you have to become a better person. And becoming a better person, it's a huge commitment. It, 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 it takes, um, it, it takes a, you know, a willingness to keep working at it even when the going get tough, gets tough and the going always gets tough. So I think that commitment piece is the first ingredient. And I think that um, the second thing is that, you know, people have to be willing to fail. They have to be willing to realize that they're not always going to be successful. You know, I, I work with a lot of, and I know you do too, you work with a lot of you know, successful people who have achieved all their lives and they have an expectation that they're going to be really good at this too real fast. And, and sometimes they're going to make some big mistakes, and they have to be willing to own those. So this idea of having responsibility and ownership is so key. So help, you know, one of the things I do is help people get to another level of ownership and responsibility around their leadership skills, around their leadership style, and around their leadership practices, their habits, their, their behaviors. And... You know, that's that's some of the work that we do together. And like I said, it's not easy. And I think the other, you know, the idea of being able to look in the mirror and realize I'm not perfect, I'm never going to be perfect, but I'm going to be a work in progress. So that willingness to be a work in progress, I think, is also a key ingredient. So people, you know, people have some level of those things when they come to me, but, you know, we keep we keep working at that, and I, you know, I keep breaking it down. And uh, I think that, you know, for my own self, I mean, I've been at this for over 40 years now, and I'm still learning all the time, and I, I still make mistakes, and I still have to sit back and say, like, what went wrong there, and how do I do better next time? Uh, so it really is a work in progress. So if you're not, the thing about being a leader is if you're not willing to make that kind of commitment to being a work in progress for the long run and getting better and better and better at it all the time, um, you might get a little better, but you're not going to you're not going to reach your full potential as a leader unless you're unless you're really willing to, to go there. Yeah, and and it's hard to fail, and it's hard to admit that you failed because of your own ability, inability, learning, whatever it is. And I I like what you said that you break it down into small pieces so that, number one, you make it easy, I think, for the person to commit because you don't overwhelm and you don't allow the person to become overwhelmed because it's it's just a little piece, and then you, you, you accomplish that that week or, or what have you. Um, and as far as the failure, if it didn't work, why didn't it work? It helps the individual that you're coaching, I think, explore why didn't that work for me? Do I need to do that? You know, maybe I thought I did, but I don't. So it just helps you peel back the onion again. But I'll go back to that clarity piece because sometimes I think when you're in a business or you're working for a company, it's very hard to cut through the minutia because you're just so close to the situation that you need someone almost from the outside to be the voice of reason. And and um, as long as you're committed and willing to fail and own that failure, failure, um, I think that other person like yourself to say. 
you know, look at why and do you need it and, and all those things. Again, to shine the light, to provide some clarity. Uh, I, I, it's hard. It's hard because we really get caught up in our own gunk, you know, our own mud that you need someone to help you pull it out or to, to thin out the mud or to shine the light um, to be able to help you see with more uh, clarity and focus. So I, I agree with everything you said. Let's take a really quick break. And then when we come back, I, I want to talk about what are outcomes that your clients have achieved that they come back to you and say, holy smokes, you know, at the end of this, I never thought I would be or do or whatever it is. So what are, what are some of their achievements that we could talk about? I like, I like tangibility. So uh, we'll take a quick break and then we'll talk about that. It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman can tame that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path, and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried and true one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. We are back. We are speaking with Cheryl Ellis. We're talking about high-performance leadership, really. And uh, all of this is covered in Cheryl's book, Becoming Deliberate, uh, Changing the Game of Leadership from the Inside Out. And, again, I highly recommend it. There is a tremendous amount of tips in there as well. You are like the tip woman. <laughs> You really are. It's amazing. And every time you say something, I'm like, oh, that's a good one. And usually it's pr fairly easy to implement your tips. But what are some of the outcomes that your clients have achieved through your coaching that, again, that's tangible? Yeah, uh, it, that's, that's so funny. You know, I was thinking about what you said before the break, and I, I think, you, you know, one of the things that's important not to do is to underestimate the impact of the compound effect. And, that, and what I mean by that is, when you take little steps uh, over time and you commit to those steps and you start doing those things consistently, it's amazing what you can accomplish in not that long a time. Like you said, you look back over 12 sessions of, of the uh, coaching program and you realize you know, how much you gained from it or you realize how much you grew from it or you realize how many little um, tips that you gained, you know, little um, uh, little exercises that we did that you were able to use in your business. And, and that's, you know, I think about the compound effect. So some of the outcomes that uh, I hear from my clients, um, clarity is probably the big one. I think that, you know, we start with clarity and we, and we use clarity throughout the program or I use clarity throughout any kind of coaching program that I do with people. You know, how, how do we, you know, where do we need more clarity and let's figure out how to get it. So clarity is a big outcome. Another big outcome is uh, more energy. You know, I have a lot of great uh, tips, as Connie calls them, tips or you know, just things that you could do, small things that make a big difference in increasing your energy. And I'm not just talking about physical energy, but I'm talking about mental stamina. And we all need mental stamina to do the hard work that we do. And also, you know, emotional, emotional energy. 
and spiritual energy, all those parts of energy that you can work on that can really, uh, when you have more energy, you can accomplish much more. Speaking of accomplishing much more, I think another outcome is better productivity. And this is a big one, especially in corporate environments today, but also business owners need this. I mean, we all need to do more with less. And there's a constant pressure to do more with less. So how do we do that? And again, a lot of different ways that you can increase your productivity. They don't cost a lot, you know, in terms of time or energy. It's just like refocusing your energy in a different direction and as a result becoming more productive. And then the other one I'll say, uh, another big one is increasing your influence. Influence is huge, and influence is the currency of leadership. Influence is also what we all use on a daily basis to, uh, to accomplish things. You know, we either have to influence other people, or we have to influence our own, our, you know, our own selves around, um, around uh, you know, consistently, uh, consistency and discipline and, and things like, like that. So influence is a, is a huge outcome of, of the work because, uh, you know, influence is, is such a key to all of the relationships that we have. You know, how do you influence other people? How do you build those relationships? Uh, we all need other people in order to accomplish things. So influence is a huge piece of, of um, is a huge outcome from, from working, in this, working through this program. I don't know, Connie, what's, what's been your experience? Would you add other things to that? I, you know, it's so funny. I, I think you hit on the key things for me personally. The biggest one, I think for me, because my productivity was pretty good, although with that said, there were a couple of tips, and I thought, oh, that's a good one. And, I, and by the way, I use it every day. Some of those tips that I, I had no idea about, I, do, I did incorporate them into my daily behaviors. The one I think for me was the clarity, because I know what I want to do with my business, and I know what my clients need from me, and all of those daily demands. And sometimes I get caught up in doing the wrong stuff that doesn't necessarily bring me closer to my goals. And having that clarity, um, I thought was a tough one for me. And you were able to shine some light on things that I was doing that I stopped doing and I'm doing new things in its place. So there's just so many distractions, Cheryl, I think for, for every human out there today that clarity was the biggest one little productivity tips absolutely and the other one that was interesting was I had never thought about my influence on others and how I inspire others and could I even do that more effectively I had never ever thought of that component so that was a big eye-opener for me uh, personally as well uh, you know Cheryl I said this before we started I missed the Mondays uh, because it was it was something to look forward to because it was always pleasant. It was always a great experience, but the accountability and that refocus, it kept refocusing me on that weekly basis so that I streamlined what I was doing and I didn't get caught up in my own minutiae, my own head and all of those things. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said dead on. I thought you were dead on. Now, if, can you bring us through, well, but more important, if someone is looking for a coach, let's say, and they want somebody in their own backyard, uh, let me just tell you, we did Zoom meetings and we were able to, uh, Cheryl recorded them so we could have always gone back to listen to a concept if we wanted to hear it uh, another time, which I also 
also like that you did that as well, but we were able to see Cheryl. So we, we never met in person. We were all over the place. So um, that I, I think shouldn't be a limitation, but some people like to touchy feely. I want to touch the person. What are questions that they should be asking a prospective coach? Well, I think that a really important question is, you know, what kind of a, what is the process? You know, what is the process like? Because everybody follows a different kind of process. And we can talk about process in a moment. But, yeah. but um, understanding the process and whether the process is going to work for you. Also, um, you know, how often, you know, you're going to meet with somebody. And are you going to meet individually in a private session or in a group? And figuring out the different, uh, the different ways that you can be coached because there's a lot of different there's a lot of different methodologies out there. I think the outcomes, you asked earlier about outcomes, and I think it's really important to understand what are the outcomes you're going to get from the coaching because, honestly, I think there's a lot of coaches out there that just kind of go through the motions and, mm -hmm. they, and they don't really have any kind of a, um, a program or a process in, in place and they don't, have, they don't provide clear outcomes for people in terms of, you know, what they're actually going to achieve and what they're going to accomplish as a result of being coached. So I think those are some of the important things. And I think, um, I think it's important to find somebody that, you know, I don't think it's important to find somebody that has been there and done that necessarily. A lot of times people ask me, well, what do you know about my industry or what do you know about, you know, this uh, profession? And the reality is, I don't really need to know anything about your industry or your profession because the kinds of things that I work on are uh, things that everybody has challenges with or everybody has opportunities with. And so it, it cuts across industry, it cuts across profession. I mean, I could work with a group of people that are all in different walks of life and, and have an impact on all of them. So. I'm not, um, I don't think that's so important. A lot of times people think it is important. And if it's important to you, I would say ask about it, but don't get too hung up on that because, um, you know, it really, it really doesn't matter. And, you know, the other thing that I think uh, is a mistake that people make when it comes to, you know, at, you know, asking the question, I think a lot of times people will say, well, how much time are you going to coach me and what's the cost? And I think it's really, um, I think it's really a mistake to look at it that way, because it, you know, coaching is an investment. No two ways about it, and it's expensive. No two ways about that. I mean, I have a coach. I've had a coach for ten years. Um, you know, it's it's a it's an important investment for me personally and for my business. I, I wouldn't run my business without a coach. Um, she's way she's provided so much value to me over the years she she knows me she knows what I'm capable of she knows how to push me um, that's that's really that's real value but I think the thing is I mean you said it yourself Connie we were on the phone for an hour each time or on our zoom call for an hour each time and there was huge value in each of those hours absolutely so you can't just look at it and say well this is so this coaching is X dollars an hour and when people think that way, it makes me cringe because it's, to me it's about value. Like, what are you getting out of it? I want to know what the outcome is. I don't want to know how much it is. I want to know what I'm going to gain from it. So I would say really focus on that as opposed to the cost of it. You know, what's, what is the investment going to return for you? You know, that's what you want to know.
Yeah, and and the and I would also add to that too, Cheryl. I would think you know ask for uh, proven track records and references if you're uncertain or you've never done this before, because I I do think that you want to talk to people who have worked with that coach again to to share what where they were and where they are while having the coach. You know, you just gave a great testimonial to your coach on how not only does she know who, you know, Cheryl Ellis is, but um, has pushed you and knows when to push you and knows what you're capable of, even if you don't know you're capable of that. So I, I do think that, I mean, that was a beautiful testimonial that you just gave to your, uh, to your coach, as well as being, being with her for 10 years. You know, that speaks volumes um, as well. So, and, I also agree with, you know, don't be penny wise, dollar foolish, because you could be spending less money and not getting the result. So if you could spend $300 a session or $500 a session and leverage that to $10,000 increase in your annual revenue, uh, no brainer. So again, whereas you spend $100 an hour and you get a $300 revenue increase. You know, so it's all relative. So, yeah, don't be penny-wise, dollar-foolish. We have a couple of minutes left, and I don't know if this is too much pressure to do, but can we do, like, a mini role-play and, like, do a, a mini uh, demo coach with me so people can kind of see how you interact, Cheryl? I don't know. Is that too much pressure? I know. I love pressure. <laughs> I know. I know. You thrive on it. We, we certainly can do that. So what, what is it that you'd like to work on today, Connie? Um, I think again for me, because you know, I have the two businesses, I have the radio show, I have the kids, I have the husband, you know, I have the house, um, you know, two kids going to college. So the overwhelmingness and maintaining my clarity, I, I think that's a good one. And our, our truck just broke down. So now we have to go and buy a new truck and, you know, like, did I really want to do that? No. So those daily, um, things that happen to us, I think that's when I lose my, my clarity of what. I need to stay focused on. Did that just make sense? Yeah, for sure it does. And, and I think that, um, you know, I would like to know, like, why, why is it so important for you right now to have more clarity? Because I, I feel overwhelmed of late, um, trying to fit everything in, my kids' schedule, their demands, my business schedule, my client demands. I, and I've been sick for a month, uh, which I think is a telltale to me of the universe saying you need to slow down. But then, of course, my mind is saying I can't slow down. Like, what, who could do that? So I think that's, that's why I need the clarity, because why am I sick for a month, Cheryl? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that it's, that's a clear message for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. I have to say it. It's a clear message. Um, you know, one of the things that I think we, we fall into the trap of, and, and, and I know I do this, and so I'm, I'm just testing this with you because I, I think um, I, know, I know how hard you work and I know how much you accomplish and I know how high you set the bar for yourself. So mm -hmm. with all that said, um, what kind of downtime do you schedule into your day, week, month, and year, and how do you use it? <laughs> Great question. Okay, so weekly downtime, I, and I had shared this with you during our 12 weeks. I was, my husband and I were going for a massage. We were going every Sunday night to really just start the week on a nice, calm note after, you know, a crazy weekend. And being sick, et cetera, et cetera, that habit has backslided now. So that 
I was, and now I'm not. So why? Uh, I'm more fit, but I haven't. Then the uh, other thing, we, we only take vacation during the summer, and now I'm doing more speaking engagements. So this is kind of new for me. And like I'm going to New Mexico in May, I'm going to Toronto in September or November. And I said to my husband, because my kids again don't need us, that you know they'll be in college. And I said, can you take off and let's make it into many vacations and do some sightseeing? And I've never done that before while owning my business. It's always work, work, work. So I think that's a good thing. I learned that during our session. So um, I don't know, did I answer your question? It is, it's, but it's, it still may not be enough because here's one of the things that I see that happens with people. You know, when you take on so much and you have such a high bar for yourself and you don't give yourself much wiggle room, when something goes wrong, you have no wiggle room. Mm. So, you know, um, I, I suggest that you, you build in a little daily wiggle room. In other words, instead of booking yourself salad from, you know, dawn till dusk, you know, make sure that there's some breaks in there that allow you to catch your breath, um, you know, catch up, uh, maybe do a little stretching and breathing and, you know, walking around and, um, you know, just taking a little little rest um, throughout the day so that then you can, you know, refocus your energy. Um, those breaks throughout the day are really, really important. So I want you to consider... Um, taking a few more breaks throughout the day. Just five-minute breaks, Connie. You know, just five minutes to refocus and re-energize. See, now this is interesting because that was one of our sessions, and I don't know if you recall, but I did, I did include those breaks every 15 minutes. I would stand, go get a drink of water, stretch, whatever, and I was really doing that as a habit. And every week we had our call, so I was accountable, right, to that, those new behaviors. And I have to be honest, of late, and, you, and it was so cute because even Cheryl showed us some stretching exercises live on our Zoom meetings. So, and we got up and we did them live. Um, don't laugh, it works, uh, so that you do them right. But I have, I have to be honest, I have not done the stretching. So um, that, yeah, shame on me. That, and I, I do not give myself the wiggle room, and you had recommended that. See, and I, I think that's the other thing, Cheryl, with coaching is to repeat, repeat, repeat until it really becomes a firm habit. Yeah, because we did, we did talk about some of these things, but I also know that it's impossible to put everything into place at once, and that's why yeah. um, the rep repetition is real good and so is the you know just just the reminder that is um, you know are you still doing this because we all have a million distractions I mean that's something that is just so clear today between you know between TV and the internet and between social media and you know everything else that we've got coming at us all, all day every day um, it's it's really easy to it's really difficult to stay focused and really easy to get distracted so um, one way that I find that works really well and you know I'm a work in progress on this too uh, is those breaks you know um, you know I suggest like once an hour that you take you just take a five-minute break um, get some water walk around do a little breathing do a little stretching you know just and, and just then get refocused and I find that when I do that consistently, that I am much more productive throughout the day. So just a gentle reminder to get back to that. <laughs> and 
and by the way, not to beat yourself up for, um, you know, for falling short, because that is part of the process. I'll just remind you of that, part of the yeah. process. And, and I have to tell you, thank you for that, because I'm giggling, and I'm like, she's calling me out, and I deserve it, because I knew, and I didn't do it. So, but here, did you see? She was still my cheerleader just then because she does know me. You do know my that my my bar for myself, you know, not for others. That's I don't hold people accountable like I kill myself accountable. I'm a crazy person, um, but you know that about me. And yet, gentle reminder, you held me accountable in a very gentle, loving way, and you were my cheerleader at the end. And that is what I think. I think my favorite thing about you, Cheryl, and I think what people will get from you. Uh, so I hope that little demo helps because I, I thank you. That was my little personal co coaching session. So woo woo for Connie Whitman today. Uh, Cheryl, thank you for that and for that reminder. And I'm really, I'm going to make, um, you're laughing, but I'm writing a note to myself. I'm going to post it on my computer, 50 minutes, every 50 minute stretch for five. And I'm going to, I'm going to make that a habit. To me, I'm a visual, so that'll help me remember to do that. So thank you for that reminder. My pleasure. Yes, so thank, thanks for calling me out live on the show. Uh, everybody, I know, Cheryl, our time is up. I hate that because we have still so much to talk about. But listen, everybody, I am going to post Cheryl's um, website so that you could definitely connect with her. It's www.ellisbusinessenterprises.com. I promise I will post it so that you can backlink it. You could click and go. Also, I do recommend her book, tons of tips in there um, that you can use a little bit at a time even, because uh, Cheryl, you're right, you, you can't do everything at once, nothing changes, and, and then you just fail on all counts. The book is at www.becomingdeliberate.com. Did I get that right? You did. Okay, become, becomingdeliberate.com. Again, I will post that link on the website as well. Also, if you need to reach me for help, share stories, you need topics you want me to cover, uh, you can reach me directly at Connie at WhitmanAssos.com. That's my email. I check it, and I will respond uh, personally. Cheryl, thank you again. Now, you have a new program kicking off April 10th, correct? That's correct. Yeah, so anybody, uh, you guys, if you're interested in doing, and it's a group coaching again, correct? It is, yes. Yeah. I personally liked the group coaching. I learned from the other folks that were on the calls with us. Um, I also, I think, shared some good experiences that they were able to take away and utilize and get some good results from. I personally like the dynamic of a group, so check that out. I mean, if you want to hire Cheryl personally, that's always an option as well. But April 10th, a uh, new, new one uh, kicking off, and I, I truly highly recommend it. Uh, again, helped me a lot with my business and growth. I find a couple of new clients, Cheryl. Again, thanks to your help and help with my clarity. Um, so, you know, great job. Well, thanks. I'm so glad that it was that it was such a great experience for you because you really added a lot to the group as well, and um, I appreciated having you there. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, again, highly recommend. Uh, thank you again, Cheryl, and and um, you know, we'll stay in touch. I'm sure we'll have another show soon. <laughs> forward to that. Yeah, we always have so much to talk about. I hope you guys will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves so we all embrace change and realize that it is possible. And like Cheryl said, one little piece at a time. So that's how you got to roll. Uh, thanks again for joining me. You've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Thanks, everybody. Have an inspired week. And again, try to pick something new. Maybe do those stretches once an hour and see what happens 
happens to your clarity and productivity. Thanks again, Cheryl. You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I can't change.